This is a homebrew podcast. Welcome back to the homebrew, everyone. We have missed you. I'm the DM Grant Milky here with Austin Brady, Zalduin, the lost astronaut, Cody Smith, Carl, intergalactic radio host, John Cayley. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Nimitz, like this extraordinaire. And Tyrell Nye. Heavy Arms Oliver, King of Fighters. In our last episode, the crew launched a counterattack on the Enders who were assaulting Prosperity Bay. Captain Solomon, about to turn 30, which is when Enders tried to go out with a bang, revealed he had a nuclear bomb, killed the Port Authority rep, Bayul, as well as the Terran Command presence and countless Prosperity Bay citizens. The gang botched an attempt to sneak up on the captain, but Zaldwin was able, for whatever reason, to convince some of Solomon's crew that it was indeed not his 30th birthday and he had been lying about his age. Zaldwin, Oliver, and Jaden disarmed and knocked out Captain Solomon, while Carl, with Nivitz's help, disarmed the nuke. And I want to open this back up, guys, uh, pretty much in these moments directly following this. So just to paint the scene right now, the uh, space dock is in flames. The Port Authority has left. The uh, Port Authority representative, Bale, who is essentially, um, to some degree, a uh, authority figure in the town has been killed. There are people that have been killed and injured on the streets everywhere. It is complete chaos. The Enders, per Carl's instructions, have been told to leave. So they are heading back to their ship. The Eradicant, which is getting ready to take off, uh, you have a nuke, which is, I mean, <laughs> uh, it's been disarmed, so to speak, but it is still a very dangerous object. And you have an unconscious uh, Captain Solomon. What do you do in this moment of chaos? Zeldwin will go ahead and uh, try to like pat down uh, Captain Solomon and see... You know, if he's got anything useful in this sort of situation. Roll investigation. Love a good investigation. That is a 17. Uh, you do find that a crude monitor has been, I mean, injected into his chest over where his heart would be. Um, and on that is just a red light and a green light. And there's currently a green light shining. Uh, you're able to extrapolate that, that is likely some sort of dead man switch to arm the uh, nuclear bomb. Other than that, he has the pike, which is not a magical weapon, unfortunately. But um, uh, that is what he has on him, unless you would... Uh, I don't think the Enders... Enders would probably remove any sort of like uh, affiliation with the credit bank or the credit standard. So I don't think he'd have any credits on his person. Okay. Uh, what about Captain Bale? Or Representative Bale? Sorry. So um, it doesn't... Just kind of piggybacking off of that uh, 17 in investigation, uh, he has some kind of nice, uh, like pseudo nice um, robes. And he's a loxodon, so he's he's big. They're like elephant type people. Um, and he has some jewelry on that you suspect might be sellable. <laughs> um, but other than that, you don't find anything particularly useful other than, you know, personal effects. Uh, I was kind of looking for like maybe a communicator to to let Port Authority know that we you know re roll insight. All right, get a little insight in here. Oh, that is a you... nat one. 
I think this is actually really a good role for Zalduin, who has had maybe one run in with the Port Authority, um, but not necessarily super familiar with how things work around here. So let me read to you just a little bit of background on the Port Authority, um, <clears throat> since this is not just something specific to Prosperity Bay. Um, the Port Authority and its Dock Workers Union are in OITIE, which, if you remember, is in. OIT, independent entity. So basically in this world, uh, unions and businesses and even like nobles can form their own um, OITIE or OID as we're going to call them. And they can be represented in the OIT, which is the Office of Intergalactic Treaties. So the Port Authority Union is one of the largest unions. So they're recognized as basically an autonomous government. The Port Authority has a presence on most worlds. Uh, among its numbers are some of the hardiest and most talented mechanics, pilots, and spacefarers around. Often the first ones into a hazardous environment to build and maintain the systems needed to keep everyone's ships moving. They're not, however, all good eggs. The Port Authority, airtight and untouchable by most legal measures, has become a haven for rogues, muscles, sm smugglers, pirates, gangs, and all sorts of questionable folk. It's nearly impossible to find a civilized planet where you can land your ship and not have to deal with the Port Authority in some capacity. So it's always a good idea to have a few extra credits on hand to grease, palm grease palms if need be. The Dock Workers Union elect representatives who in turn elect a steward who appoints other administrative positions. Why don't we get some other insight checks from everyone else? Zaldwin, you don't have a good read on what's going on here. Carl. None of us are very insightful right now. <laughs> Yeah, Carl got an eight. Uh, Nivet's got a nine. Did we lose Oliver? I'm sleeping soundly. Not sleeping. Oh, he is. He, he, is, he is out. <laughs> he's out. He's like dead to the world right now. That's right. I'm out of this. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, so I will just give you basically what you saw. The Port Authority left when the Enders came. Uh, they left Representative Bale and the space dock was destroyed. So whether it was corruption or bribery or straight up cowardice, the Port Authority is gone. And the uh, representative Bale was left in their stead. You would need to do some investigation to see what happened there uh, and probably ask some questions to the right people. So is there like a crowd here still or did they all flee when we started fighting? I would say there's probably a few brave, interested people that watched you kind of fight and kill Captain Solomon. Uh, you did also say over this, you know, um, on yeah. the mic that um, Enders needed to leave. It is still chaotic, but there are people around. You could easily find somebody. All right. Well, we should probably find a place to stash the captain. So maybe we should go see what's left of the jail. I, I, I don't like the idea of having him just be in a jail. I, I think we should take him with us. Well, have your enemies closer, they say, but uh, hmm, okay. Sounds reasonable. Well, I for one don't plan on keeping him in my side because, well, I think he could just outpace me if he really wanted to. He has longer legs. Should we so go to, to you. Should we be going to uh, the, the temple to go talk to Brother Maynard? Make sure that I mean, we still got Jaden here. They're right. true. Uh, oh. Maybe we should go check on them and see if they're safe. I just don't like the idea of dragging this guy around and Oliver around. Mm. Well, what should we do? Uh, well, I guess maybe uh, 
Edwin, do you want to stay here with the captain and we can take Jade into the church? Well, I guess we can oh. leave Oliver here with you as well. Yeah, I, I can babysit. <laughs> babysit. Excellent. Okay. Okay, so um, Zalduin, Oliver, and Captain Solomon are staying with the nuclear weapon in the town square, and the rest of you yeah. are going to the church. Sounds like it. Okay. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. So I do, um, are there... I do not contest. <laughs> uh, and then just briefly, guys, as far as the nuke goes, with it being disarmed, um, I think um, probably a decision to make there, since I'm sure none of you intend to just leave it there. So obviously the lawful good, well, the good thing to do would be to turn it over to the authorities. You would guess that the church would likely be the ones to respond to this first or tear in command, depending on who got a message first, uh, they would likely, you know, take that. And, you know, the church would probably dispose of it. Tear in command would probably take it and store it somewhere. Um, you know, the, uh, Carl at least, well, probably Nivitz too. Um, I mean, this would sell for a lot of money would be kind of like the more chaotic way to deal with it, you know, on the black market, obviously, morals aside <laughs> selling a you know nuclear weapon to people and then obviously you know well there there is you the could market. have a could have a nuke right if you know might argue that's you know also a chaotic or maybe even evil decision to make but just um time is going to be a factor here because the eradicate is going to be leaving soon and there is going to be someone responding to this um and you don't know the extent of the damage. So just kind of wanted to help paint the picture there a little bit. Right. Oh, could we sell it through the Port Authority? The, the Odies? Like auction it, perhaps? You could definitely run an auction for it and probably get more money. That would be a dangerous route to take, depending on, you know, connections with the black market. You know, Carl might be able to assist with that. You, you guys can do whatever you want. I'm just, there will be consequences to think through. Mm, okay. Um, okay, so yeah, Jaden is able to guide you to the church pretty quickly. Um, you get there, there are, um, you pass by, you know, injured people who are, um, you know, some people are running, some people are scared. This far east, probably no enders anymore. Uh, you get to the church and the doors are locked. Oh, and you do get a good sight of the Port Authority offices and the space dock. The Port Authority offices are completely untouched. And the space dock is ruined. The towers are down. Every spaceship. Carl, you'd probably even see the spaceship you came in on. I mean, has just been leveled. I mean, it is where the space dock was is a crater at this point in time. Likely was bombarded from space. Jeez, they really did a number on it. And the, uh, uh, Honestly, it looks better than some of the places I had to go fix, you know, root out trouble at. Strange that they left the offices alone. That is a good point. Then again, maybe there is a transaction. The Port Authority did seem to leave quite quickly. So you think the Port Authority just ah, let that, the doom? I don't know what you're talking about. Just the possibility. The door uh -huh. to the uh, church compound part of this area. It is a big, beautiful building, guys. Uh, this is um, just a the the church here. Even though Prosperity Bay itself has become a neutral colony, um, the church still is autonomous ground. 
um, and they they maintain all their authority there. So there's a big, beautiful wall that goes all the way around the outside. Um, there's uh, just this gorgeous building on the inside, and there are gardens. There are, unfortunately, um, signs of a struggle, and it's not as beautiful as you think it might be. And, you know, you see, like, the feet of, like, a dead ender sticking out of the ground and some um, some other signs of struggle. Uh, but you get through the gates, I assume. You knock like normal, aren't sneaking in. Um, yeah. Jaden. No, no, no reason to sneak. Uh, and you find Brother Maynard, and he is injured. And he is uh, being attended to by another uh, member of the church, but he looks to be uh, taking big, heavy breaths, and he sees Jaden, and he says, oh, oh, thank goodness. Oh, my God, where, where are your friends? And uh, Jaden slowly... Uh, and tearfully explains very top level of what happened. He leaves out any tale of the ruins and so on and so forth. And Maynard just says, I, "At least you're you're safe." Um, what what's going on out there? What's he he looks at you, uh, Carl and and Nivitz. What's well? The situation was pretty dire, but we have things under control. The vendors are leaving. I still wouldn't recommend going outside quite yet. But we brought Jaden back to you, safe and sound. Well, thank you. I I wish I had more to more to compensate you with. But I mean, I I owe you a favor. And if you ever if you ever need you know a referral or anything with any church people, please feel free to have them call me. I, Absolutely. Uh, Jaden leans over to you, Carl. And says I I um you don't want me to stay here, right? I want to. I'm gonna stick with you guys. Uh, are you sure you want to come with us? Well, well, yeah. I mean, aren't we gonna aren't we gonna like go find my dad's journals or like follow him to the next waypoint? Like, well, I thought that's what we were gonna do, but I didn't know if you were coming with us. Um, that's up to you. Maynard just goes absolutely. He hears you say that, and he's just absolutely not. What are you talking about, Jaden? I they would well execute me. <laughs> well, Jaden's an adult and. He can make up his own mind. Brother Maynard just shakes his head. He's like, this... I, I mean, he's been put under my charge. I know you've kept him safe so far, but I, I have to get him back to the church safely. I have to get him back to uh, Cardinal Jean-Paul. Or my entire career is over. Unless unless you can, you know, take him back for me to... Back to his uh, uncle. I look at Nivitz... Yeah, we could take him back to his uncle for you. Why not? Yeah, sounds like something we could do, but we would need a very reliable piece of transportation to safely bring him home. I wouldn't suppose the church has access to such a vehicle. Yeah, we've got such- several several vehicles docked here. I mean, oh, I can uh, not at the space dock. I hope. Well, where else would we dock our ships? Well, never scratch that off the list. All the ships oh, in the theater destroyed. Oh no! So we're stuck here, anyways. Mm, yeah. to do with that. Well, I think, will. I will report this. I mean, we can have papal knights here. You know, within forty-eight hours, they should be able to help us. Um, I'll, I'll get that. I'll get that report put in immediately. He winces. You can tell he's in a little bit of pain, but he uh, gets himself pulled up and uh, says, "I." I, um, when the Papal Knights do get here, if you're able to get passage, um, 
back to one of the ports, then yeah, uh, you'll have a better bet of getting Jaden back safely than I will at this point. If you have coin, I mean, there's the warehouse. Do you, and I mean, yeah. the build ships the right church here. Would be willing to uh, sign for our, our our bill of a ship. With church can't, I mean, part of the trade union, we can't buy any commercial models. It's just, it, it's literally impossible. Our money is not allowed to be spent on any non-trade union vessels. Oh, joy. But Sounds are, like your hands are tied. There are plenty of ships in the um, graveyard, too. I mean, if any of you are handy enough to get one running again. That is an idea. Thank you very much for your information. Thank you. I, I, uh, I will get the papal knights here immediately, and we will... I'll handle. He kind of would pull you away at this point. He's like, I'll, I'll get the um, people nice here as soon as possible, and we'll handle the families of Jaden's friends. He looks over at Jaden. He says, "I'm not. I'm not an expert. I haven't seen a lot of war or battle, and I kind of just a teacher. But I mean, he's just a kid. He's seen some stuff now, and he seems a little bit." stoic about it which worries me so please keep an eye on him we don't want someone his age succumbing to the horrors of war all right i'll try and keep him safe mostly he's been keeping us safe believe it or not really he has become quite an adept healer if you can believe that your studies are paying off seems seems to take a little bit of pride in that and um winces again and pain just like I'm so thankful some actual adventurers came here. I, I don't know what we've done without you, but please get him get him to the Cardinal safely. This is this is too much. Um, oh, what, so, brother Neymanard? We'll take care of him, and you should probably get some rest. Yes, absolutely. How uh, day? So at this juncture, you guys have about, you know, 30 to 48 hours before Papal Knights arrive, based on the information you just got. There are ships in the um, Old Honest Gems used spaceship Emporium Warehouse. There are, of course, ships in the um, ship graveyard. Um, uh, the Eradicant has not left yet. You probably got... it's. It'll probably have gone by the time you guys get back. It's a little disappointing. I uh, whisper to Nivets as we're walking back. I say, maybe we should keep the nuke. If we're going to have a ship, we might need a weapon. I can care or sell it at a later date for a better price. All I know is that I prefer not being around when those... Well, I prefer not being around those papal knights. Indeed. I don't like the idea of turning it over to them any more than the Terran Command. I'd sooner oh. blow it up in my in, in the desert. We could go blow up one of those basilisks for all I care. Oh, this gives me an idea. If we, did, if we can take care of that robot guy, we might be able to hide our nuke inside the cloaking field. Oh, you're talking. That's yeah, not a bad maybe idea. Maybe if you get a ship put together, we can take the cloak you feel it as well. Hmm. Maybe we could. If we had a more powerful energy source on the ship on board, maybe we could use that cloaking device. Well, it's still running, so we might be able to salvage, I'm guessing, the old Terran solar cells that they have on the you know, that ship. It'll be a work in progress, but... So as we walk up, I wave to Zaldwin... And say, uh, well, Jaden's coming with us. He doesn't want to stay. All right. Z Zeldwin, uh, during this time, has um, been kind of sitting on on 
Solomon's back. Um, <laughs> With his legs and... propped up on Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to have, like, Oliver be using my uh, my backpack as, like, a, a, a pillow. But I maybe both happen. Right. Um, and during that time, I think one thing that Zeldwin is going to be doing is is looking over um you know the the certificate of personhood from Agatha and Franklin and mm-hmm. you know making sure that all 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 that stuff is is kind of in order because he he really wants to find Franklin um but he he tosses the chips uh the the bounty uh chips up to um Hermes and i imagine that Hermes has a bit of like an adaptable port um that can like that. shift shift to uh like read various like standard kinds of uh technologies um so nothing like crazy alien or you know biometric or anything like that um but Hermes maybe like reads the chips and uh he kind of goes over the one of Rayburn and it's it's a bounty for him alive so uh but but nothing dead so i think zaldwin just kind of chucks that one um zaldwin definitely wants to check the other bounty um so the other bounty is um as you would expect at this point uh agatha knew to some degree about the ender attack here and the bounty is for captain solomon um it is ten thousand credits alive uh, and it is 5,000 credits dead. And the, like, rap sheet, you have to, like, scroll down and it, like, fills off over to the edge where, like, you can't see all of his, like, murder and property destruction. But, yeah, he's, uh, he is a substantial bounty, which based on uh, based on that, you think this is probably what Franklin was referring to as the uh, payday since Rayburns wasn't as intense. I think Zaldwin does a little bit of a freak out. And as uh, uh, Carl and Nivitz come up, he, he like grabs Hermes out of the air and like stuffs him in his cloak, like not to like maybe like reveal so, so much. Um, and gas, gas. You guys just walk up and see like um, in Hermes' eye, you just see a little dollar sign right before he. <laughs> Stuffs him into his cloak. Ask, ask, get, get, come here, come here. Hey, no, what's going on? Okay, well, listen, we have we have hit really big. We're gonna do really good. I think we might be able to afford a ship. Oh, well, you might explaining what's going on. Did you find a bag of money? Um, where does it say to to turn in Solomon? Um, so with some explanation from Nivitz and Carl. Basically, the Bounty Hunters network is most Port Authority, Terran Command, Church, and even like independent places would have some sort of way that they can process bounties. So they would take in, assuming they're equipped and up to standard, uh, they're part of a network. So kind of like um, uh, uh, like U-Haul, right? Like you can take out a bounty card here and then like park it in Arizona and they're all networked together. But it's... <laughs> um, uh, you can turn in bounties basically anywhere, um, assuming that they are equipped and up to standard and able to process, you know, criminals. Um, the closest the two ports 
in your system that would have um, the capability of issuing and processing bounties would be um, the old Honest Jim's used spaceship Emporium Clearance Yard, which is a space st- station in your system. You are in the Victor system currently. And TCV-11, which is a Tyran Command space station. It's, a, it's an outpost. Those are the two in the system that you're in. But there are capabilities of processing that anywhere. It would have some trade value here if you were to find someone who is comfortable transporting a prisoner, right? If you gave them the bounty card and the prisoner, they might, you know, give you 8,000 credits, right? If they had it, if they were going to make a profit for doing the extra work. So it has some value here, um, but you aren't going to be able to turn it in on the planet right here. Yeah. So, so you, you guys told me that, that these bounty cards, right? They're like more than there's more than this one. Lots of, lots of people can have them. Uh, yeah. I mean, there, there's plenty of bounties out. Believe me. There's, okay. there's plenty of bounties out there. No, I see okay. what he's saying. Okay. So somebody else might have this bounty. We got to wake that bill, big fella up because I don't know about you, but I don't think we can survive being ambushed carrying around a very valuable prisoner with us. So we need to get Oliver up and Adam. We got to get him to to escort us because I don't know about you. Look at my arms. And he like pulls, he, he pulls up his like cloak. If, if these are not very strong arms, okay? Those are strong arms. And we need to, we need to be very quiet. We need to be discreet. And we need to figure out how to cash in on this because uh, I, I I think this is big. As in my limited understanding of what money is right now, I think this is a lot. Oh yeah, it's quite a bit. So the problem is, is that you see Oliver has done what is known as wake, and the circumstances that he is under, I don't think he will be waking up for around seventy-two hours. So. That's actually incorrect. He technically is going to be awake for 36 hours. He just happens to have been knocked unconscious. When yeah. he so if you wake him up, he's still going to be chemically tripped. But then, I'm not a medical doctor. If I told I'm you that, all the one Jaden is spent also. So Jaden would explain that he does not have any spell slots left. I don't have any way to wake him up per se. He is alive. I take his pulse again. Yeah, he's alive. Were, uh, were you guys able to find Brother Maynard? Yes, yeah, he, he's he is alive. Right. Well, I wouldn't say he's, all right. He's, he's, he's alive. Do, do, do you guys up, update me? Uh, yeah, update I fill him in with everything that happened. You know, what? we told him that Jaden was safe, but he didn't want to stay. We're tasked with, quote unquote, taking him to his next location for the church, but that could take years. How long has it been since we fought the basilisks? The basilisks? Mm-hmm. Uh, that would have been... So this is morning. Less than 24 hours. So less than 24 hours, yeah, because well, you fought them We last left night. at night. Yep. Early evening, yeah, and then it went Early evening, it's been an entire day. We drove through the night to here for early morning. It's been more so than 24, at least 24 hours. hours. No, no, it's... No, it's been about 12 evening. hours. Yeah. Got there. It, it's, yeah, I was going to say about 12 hours. It's the morning here. Same... You know, same cycle of 24 hours. Mm-hmm. We did you got all, here this midday. All at night. We did everything into the, we got to the, so we got out to the, sorry, we got out to the cloaking device, dealt with the person, got into that thing, 
did all of that in the thing and drove all the way and drove back in mm-hmm. less than yep. 12 hours. Yep. We only you, drove a couple of hours. And then you left at uh, about 5 p.m. yesterday and you got there yeah. at about midnight. You left at about one or two in the morning and got back at about uh, six in the morning. So it's okay. like eight in the morning right now. A lot has okay. happened and there hasn't been a lot of downtime. Okay. So I gave I, uh, you a very, very generous long rest. That might be part of the confusion. Hmm. That might be it. I was a little bit confused with the time frame as well, I think. Yeah, I, I think the best call here is to uh, find somebody to wake up heavy arms and then we go to old Honest Gyms to cash this in. Yeah, let's see if there's somebody there who will take this. Maybe we can... Ex- Wait, is there a mirror of this place? Wait, no, he's dead. No, he's dead. Is there a second well, that was the, of this place? That was the representative of the Port Authority, right? Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't know if that's the closest there. thing. That's Hell, essentially me. the closest thing to the mayor here. Uh, it is a uh, the other authority, so to speak, here would be, of course, the church, since there's a trade union here and there is a church here. Um, and then technically the uh, Terran command... Uh, manager of the system would have some authority here based on the current treaties. So uh, the regional manager of the Victor system, you guys are in the Victor system right now in Prosperity Bay is Felicia Dane, and she would be on TCV 11. So authority is a little bit of a weird thing in my world, right? Like the port authority kind of runs the commerce. The church has authority because they defend everybody based on the current treaties and they have their own autonomous land here. And the prosperity Bay depends on the trade union to run. Uh, they need water. They need fuel. They need things like that. They, they scrap, they melt down metal. The trade union buys it. And um, the Terran command it essentially protects the system at large, similar to, you know, the way the United States would have some responsibility over like the Panama canal. Right. I don't actually know if that's a good compare. I don't know anything about the Panama fucking canal. I was maybe not the best, but yeah, I see. We give freedom to everybody. Just like Terry command gives freedom to everybody. (laughs) So, so Terran command is, is the bad guys. In some ways, it um, depends which way you're looking at it. Well, they're definitely not very good in Carl's eyes. All right, so I just want to properly the geopolitical landscape of a lot of these planets is complex. Want to be clear? Sounds like oh. it's complicated. Well, I also wonder if we can maybe extort a little bit of money out of just the Port Authority for stopping. You know the what were they called again? Actors. Hmm. The Enders. The Enders, that's, that's the one. The Enders. Which, by the way, the Eradicant has just started chugging this gross, almost wet fart of black smoke flies out of the back of it, and it starts to head off. Uh, well, there goes one ship option. But maybe we can uh, start the Port Authority for have defending <clears throat> and saving this Prosperity Bay. But no, first, no, we should no. probably get all over in the sky and then that new up the streets. So explain to me how you yeah. guys are moving your property and h- how this is going. Where are you guys headed? That's one question. thing. One thing that I would suggest is that uh, we establish like what could be a good home base for us. I believe that Zaldwin could set up some rapport at the Prologue Pub, given that um, our 
friend uh, Franklin is there. Um, I think I can set up some rapport with Franklin and he may let us hide out there um, because we have two large profile things with us that we need to make sure that are secure. Um, Maybe we could get Franklin to help us with some of this junk that we need to carry. Might be a safe place to sort, but his sister is dead. And we haven't exactly told him that. That Hmm. That leaves a dirty taste in my mouth, but not exactly the worst idea. Or we can be honest. You don't need to be there when when I tell Okay, I'll I'll take responsibility for that. Zaldwin, I don't have the best human-to-human interaction. I'm more of a interviewer. I don't break bad news to family members. That's uh, like I said, I'll break cold if I do it. Like I said, I'll take responsibility. Uh, you guys just not go your fault. Get... You don't have to blame yourself. I'll take the nuke. I'll take the nuke. I'll go talk to Franklin. Okay, you guys just focus on Oliver, um, and then I'll watch the boy as well. So we can put the nuke on the dolly, right? There's a dolly. Yep. I was gonna bring up the dolly. And we can also use that to transport Oliver and Solomon when we need to. So we'll have to, it looks like, according to the map, I could be wrong with the orientation, but it looks like we'll have to pass by the pub on the way to the church to get Oliver some minor healing. Yep. Um, you could, so, um, just, just straight up, there's also likely um, the Temple of God would house someone who would have some ability to repair or help Oliver. Markets would likely have healing potions. It's possible that the Prologue Pub would have some something of that effect also. So there are options. You guys can go wherever. Well, Let's the church is indebted to us. Yeah, so they it more was likely true. to get him healed there. Absolutely. I don't know if they can do anything about the wake. I don't can know. It, it's like I don't know. Now uh, I've had discussions with this on my about this on my radio program. Some people say that drug addiction is not a physical thing that can be cured with magic it's a mental thing that you can not others say that they with treatment through magic they can cure it but evidence is sparse mm-hmm. so you know it's up to the gods really the way i see it <laughs> Jaden would be like what what uh what are you talking about the addiction to the disease or the uh withdrawal well I suppose both and his current state. Would there be a cure for his current state? Well, I think his current state is knocked the fuck out. I don't. (laughs) Well, I I would like to cure that slight ailment as well. (laughs) Watch your mouth. Sorry. I thought we were like adventurers now. I just. Okay. I'm sorry. You're still Um, like 14. Come on. Okay. I'm sorry. 16. Hearing Jaden. Just do that and hearing Zanduin just like start being like all motherly. Nivis is just going to start rolling on the ground laughing his ass off. I was hoping someone would catch the fact that Carl told a grown man at 16 years old. Well, he's a grown man now, so he can make yeah. decisions on his own. The priest is just like, you are a child talking to me right now. How just are two, you? two totally shredded teens just convinced... <laughs> A useless old guy <laughs> that they should go on adventures. He's like a halfling, day. so humans all look the same to him. Also, I mean, this is the start of uh, a great anime, right? That's racist. <sighs> wow. So how are... Uh, who... Okay. So you guys are n- nukes on the dolly. 
How are you guys doing, Oliver? Just dragging him with like me and Jaden are going to just pretty much just put one of his giant arms on each of our shoulders. Okay. And drag him more or less with his giant feet leaving a trail behind us. Jaden's pretty strong. It's holding the feet, but it's not doing anything. Okay. And then Captain Solomon is being transported by. Oh, oh man. Uh, I'm going to drape him over the nuke. Uh, and then like roll them uh, like a dolly. I actually, I'm gonna like be carry like he's gonna this- be draped over the nuke on the dolly, and then I'm gonna hold him by the manacles and like drag him behind me like a shopping cart. Now the dolly is it like your average like house? I'm moving a washer dolly, or is it like the big that, like yeah, I, the big it, warehouse dollies where it's you have so- a bunch of shit on it. I would picture the nuke to be like a fat boy, you know what I mean? Like kind of the size Although, of like a washer and yeah, Dolly being more of like something you'd see in a furniture store. So I think okay. with some I think with some finagling, you could get to the point where you could drag both of them. Uh you guys are carrying a lot, so I'm gonna say your speed's gonna be a little bit slow. It's probably gonna take you a couple hours to get to the church like this, if that's where you're headed. Let's swing by uh, the pub first. I think we were stopping okay. at the Prologue pub to see about storing the yep. nuke in Solomon okay. there. Um, I need just a pure 1d2 luck check from whoever wants to roll it for me. Austin. Oof. Can I use my fucking no. hero <laughs> points? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, you guys blew through those hero points. I've still got, got some. I got still got them. Our hero points cool, though. Wasn't that fun? I like them. Two. That's a two. Okay. Oh, is that good or bad? <laughs> there is a um, like thirteen-year-old little kid with like snot coming out of his nose, and he's just holding up a cell phone, taking a video of you guys right now, just standing there. Hey, kid, stop it! Knock it off! Hey, why, little kid? What you doing? Hey, hey, what wh- what is that? What you got there? What what is that? A uh, darn fagnol d- device? What is it? That's this is my tablet. Stop filming us. No. Uh, Zalduin is going to cast Thaumaturgy and make himself as terrifying as possible. Like, his eyes are going to glow white and his jaw is going to open up and, like, tendrils are going to spill out uh, and the, the, the tips of them are going to open up to reveal even smaller, tiny mouths. Uh and just like black ink is going to be like leaking out of his his uh, <laughs> those like radiation gills and like floating up as if he were underwater. Roll intimidation with advantage since that's terrifying. Yeah, holy moly! All right, intimidation with advantage. That's what? a nine. <laughs> Arty child. He's like, oh shit! But he's oh. thirteen. Oh my he's god! He's thirteen though. This is gonna be great on Tip Tap. Upload it. <laughs> great. He's still just standing there taking a video of you guys, but he's a little bit taken back. Um, What's your guys' names? I bet you'll be famous. I, uh... Oh, man. This macro isn't as good as I remembered. But it's my magical tinkering. I grab a piece of junk, and I make it smell terrible. I throw it over near him, like, Get out of here, kid! Get out of here! Um, (laughs) I mean, is a kid gonna care about stinky? Uh... Roll persuasion, just normal persuasion. How good are the stink lines? Damn it! I rolled a nine. Also, <laughs> is yeah, that, that's, that's also good. performance. Yeah, that that was like, yeah, that's the wrong one. Persuasion. Okay, well, I got a pretty good video. It's probably get me some views. Same bonus. I'm gonna go upload it now. 
I bet that kid's going to get more views than me. Hey, what what's Tip Tap? Am I missing something? It's pretty fun. There's a lot of videos of, you know, rust monsters eating garbage and stuff like that. But there's also a lot of pretty girls on there. Uh, oh. People arguing about politics and conspiracies. I, I have a Tip Tap, what can I say? I'm not very popular on it. I do better oh. in the inter-subspace sphere. Hey, uh, uh, Hermes, uh, download Tip Tap, wherever that is. Uh, can, can we get a uh, move on before more people with video capabilities uh, oh, start recording yeah. us? Just, just yeah. Oh, Are you course. guys letting that yeah. kid get away with the video? Just making sure. Oh, man. I don't know. As a DM, that is a very leading question. <laughs> you got about two seconds. He's rounding the corner. Three, oh, boy. Two, I'll, I'll go try one. to take care of that. You're going to push him out of the back of a skiff? (laughs) 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 Maybe. Maybe. Okay. So uh, Nivitz breaks off from the group. He wasn't really helping carry much anyways. Um, Hermes starts, like, bouncing really weird, like, doing this little dance. You're not sure what's going on there. Um, And you guys head over to the Prologue Pub. I'm going to do my check to see if Franklin survived this. Um... You guys uh, go into the Prologue Pub and you see the uh, black bearded dwarf is the first person you see and his eyes are wide. Um, Just looks like he died in a lot of pain. A lot of him is just kind of like scattered around the uh, entryway to the pub there. There are several enders down beside him though. Um, And you... um, Look over the counter. It's pretty empty here. And you see Franklin. He is... Franklin, unfortunately, is also... Did not make make it through this assault. Ah, Franklin. You still got to break it to him now. Zaldwin. I think Zaldwin starts crying. I pat Zaldwin on the back. Zaldwin's going to punch the wall. <laughs> it's okay, buddy. You know, the Enders, they'll kill anybody for no reason. So... You know, this is the life on these, you know, desert planets like this, you know, Enders come, the poor authority leaves, you know, everybody dies, you know, this whole place would have got blown to smithereens if we didn't disarm that nuke. So Zeldwin's going to interrupt and grab Carl by the collar. And he's like, why are you people like this? Well, hey, I'm not. I'm the one that disarmed the nuke. No, listen, it's been nothing but blood since I got here. Now, this doesn't, this isn't normal. This isn't how normal people act. This is beyond upsetting. This is not a day in the life. It's, it's not supposed to be like this. It's, and, uh, Zaldwin is gonna start cleaning up. I think it's the only thing that he knows how to do right now. I think yeah. he, he, he needs to be proactive and he's just pushing the body parts into separate corner, like separate like piles, like trying to match them up. And he is just quiet. Is there any way I can fit the nuke in the door? Yeah, it, it goes in the door. Um, Jaden is able to find a uh, potion of healing in the stock, basically with the, uh, rest of the liquor and such. Um, and he gets a mop, Saldoin, mm-hmm. and just kind of silently starts helping you clean up. You see that he's 
really steeling himself against this also. And uh, Carl, you administer the healing potion to Oliver. Oliver, uh, you're still pretty tweaked out. So I imagine it's more of like a (laughs) type thing. Uh, (laughs) But you are up now and you're in a mess of the prologue pub. Uh, Let's just kind of freeze frame on here. Oliver's eyes flying open. Uh, Jaden and Zaldwin just kind of somberly cleaning up the mess that's been left here. Uh, Nivitz, that little brat is skipping down the road away from you. All right. Um, Nivitz will start chasing him down. He'll be like, hey, kid, kid, it's, it's dangerous still out here. Shit. And he runs. Uh, <laughs> chase after him. All right. Roll. Um, what do you? Oh, man, well, you, are a, you are a fucking gnome. So I know. <laughs> he is about as fast as you, and he is going to duck into a, a little alleyway. Do you keep following him? Yes. And I'm also going to be preparing a spell as okay. I run. All right. You pass the alleyway, and uh, it looks like he kind of knows his way around here. So just roll like a, what would it be? Uh, it's like a survival check for the, to like just kind of navigate your way through these back alleys here. Oof. That's good enough. So you're able to follow him around the first, pa- first pass, and you have line of sight on him if you'd less, like to cast a spell. All right. I Shit, launch... leave me alone, creepy old man. I said and I launch a grease at the end of the alleyway, <laughs> cutting him off his path. He runs into it and just slides where he's supposed to turn and just smacks off the wall and hits the ground. Ow! Mom! <laughs> no, man. Sorry. <laughs> Composure. <laughs> he's getting up. Uh, Nimitz comes chasing. Okay, uh, coming up to him. And then... Uh, cast acid splash off to the side of the kid. He's like, stop moving right now. What do you want? I'm going to need, well, what is it? A tap, uh, what would that thing be called? The tablet? Yeah, the tablet yeah. I- I'm going to need your tablet for a bit. No. Well, then you're going to be disfigured. What? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to pour acid on your face. God Use damn. Minor... <laughs> <laughs> I watched him. What's wrong with you? Well, some say I went insane, so... Okay. Tempting. <laughs> Four years ago, another... I would have just given you the tablet, but I've had Cambria since then, so you're going to have to roll Intimidation for me. With advantage. Okay, well, I did say I started casting Acid Splash, so there's like a <laughs> goblet of uh, yeah. acid of it in That's the That's the advantage. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, uh... there's another child recording it, this interaction <laughs> on another tablet. <laughs> <laughs> Thirteen. Not a great intimidation check. But... Yeah, I'm just gonna give him like a Not horrible one either. I'm gonna say he has a minus two wisdom since he's a little kid. Let's see if he beats that. Yes. No. Well, gonna throw the acid ball right beside him. Are you sure you're not gonna give it over to me? I mean, I'm sure. All right, Nivet's gonna keep coming closer. Casts another acid acid splash in his hand and sends it down between the kid, like right in front of the kid. Trying to keep him on the ground, not moving with the acid splashes. He's kind of like dancing around it. As he, as he approaches. <laughs> I mean, he's not intimidated by the acid. He doesn't think you're going to do it. Oh, well. We've yeah. already, we've rolled off and he rolled at 18. So even with a minus two, he beat your 13. Oh, this is true. Well, uh, don't say I didn't warn you. And You're wait, close cause... enough if you wanted to try to snatch it. All right. Can I, I'll try to snatch it then. Roll a slight so the... hand. I was about to say, that's a sleight of hand. Oof. I'm going to continue to give him minus two. 
<laughs> you get the tablet from him without murdering a child. Lame. All hey, right. give me that back. That's mine. The, the hand that I'm holding the, the, the tablet, I'm going to conjure an acid splash and just like start to dissolve it. <laughs> he cries and runs off. Oh, that's all that. After the, the tablet is destroyed, he's like, well, I guess I should probably get back to the to the others. And just starts to waltz away. Okay. So let's just skip forward here um, in uh, about an hour. If anyone wants to have do or have done anything specific, that uh, that's totally fine. Um, but it's about an hour. Uh, and Oliver, you are alive and awake and emotions have maybe not calmed per se, but aren't as on the sleeve for everyone currently. What are you guys going to do? Oliver, I assume, gets filled in on everything also. I assume Mibbits gets filled in once he gets back to the pub. Yes. Well, I can't say that. Well, <sighs> did, well would I be filled in what happened at the pub? I'm guessing you guys moved bodies and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I would, when, you know, Oliver woke up, I would inform him of the situation. Tell him, you know, you beat him. You won. You did get knocked out by some guy with a hammer. But... Now we just got to get this guy turned in to somebody who we can trust enough to pay us. And then we get some transport. Our ship is blown up. Uh, got to get a new transport. And I whisper at him this part so Zaldwin doesn't necessarily hear me. We're thinking about keeping the nuke. You <laughs> <laughs> huh. would keep the nuke. Uh, why are we in this bar then? Oh. Well, we had a, uh, hide, you know, get your, your body to a safe spot and kind of hide the nuke at a plain sight. So uh, the nuke could be a valuable target, and that guy, point at Captain Solomon, could be a valuable target. You see, uh, Hermes, uh, Zaldwin's old buddy here, was able to crack into these bounty codes, and he's worth, uh, 10k alive and you know how these go where like, everybody's got these so or they, and they have access to them if they want them so there could be other bounty hunters here in town that could easily see this guy and be like hey i i could go get that bounty all i gotta do is beat up a bunch of kids yeah right well we got wait what time is it how long was i out not long right just an hour or so kind of drug me this far well, we got about huh, 24 hours left before I'm really no use to you at all. And I'm not exactly right as rain, if you haven't gathered that yet. So if we're going to yeah. do something, we better get off this rock now. Well, there lies the problem. There's not really a freaking ship so far that we've been able to find to get us there off the rock. There is a junk pile if you want. Now that... You're awake. I could go look through the junk pile while you're looking for a place to take this guy. What do we have in mind for the deadbeat? Oh, Jaden? Port Authority? Uh, Port Authority I, ran, I helped. Didn't they? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the Port Authority ran, right? So they're not going to be around. The church? So, have you guys been to the church? We did go to the church. They're not going to be much help in this regard. I think what we were going to do is go to the warehouse and see if there isn't somebody there who we could trust to trade this bounty over to for a slightly reduced price. Why don't we just take him? 
Let's find a ship, steal a ship, fix a ship, and we just take him with us. We'll go turn him in. Well, do you think you could possibly fix a ship? Well, I could possibly fix a ship. Oh, well. I mean, I'm not hired to be the brains here, small stuff. This guy is supposed to be doing the fixing of machinery. That's why I was thinking, you know, I'm kind of been eyeing that junk pile since we got here. And, you know, now that we've got some downtime, maybe we could save a buck. I'm down for fixing a ship and actually having our own. We might want to check out the markets as well, see what might be on for sale. Yeah, and the warehouse might have some good deals on parts. And it be registered, so... We definitely need you awake, because this guy's going to wake up soon, too. And or got to make him. sure he's handled. Yeah, well, I'm not going to look at a... So, if you want to get to it, I can guard Captain 29 and... <laughs> but like uh, I said, I'm not going to be doing any uh, destroying of our enemies here real soon. So, yeah. So, okay. All right, so if I heard correctly, you guys are heading to the warehouse first? Yeah. All right. So um, the old Honest Jim's used spaceship Emporium warehouse is on the south side of Prosperity Bay. It is a prime location due to all of the uh, scrap for them to um, build and sell ships. The Their ships are the uh, um, Walmart of the spaceship building world. They are uh, cheaper. They are, um, well, I guess, why don't you just walk in? So you guys walk up. There are these big glass sliding doors. They slide open. You kind of get like a whoosh of air conditioning, which was really nice because it's been a little, it's it's dry out there. Um, And you walk up to the counter and a screen lights up and a super happy like cartoon face with a like straw hat pops up and he goes, well, hi there, folks. Welcome to old Honest Jim's used spaceship emporium. How can I help you? Uh, hi. Hi. Have you heard about our legendary financing programs? No, I haven't, but that's not what we're here for today. Um, do you have a human salesman I could talk to? I start pressing zero, 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 (laughs) zero. A human? Well, let me see what I can do for you. And it just kind of, um blanks out so who all came with us to the warehouse here is it everybody but oliver i assumed it was everybody is that yeah, not I the came. case i came unless you told me not to yeah i i pictured you guys have the nuke on a dolly behind you with an unconscious captain yeah. solomon i'm just is that not how you're off. traveling i just <laughs> what i thought Sounds we were showing those inside the prohog pub <laughs> are you no, guys leaving I, them in the pub hell no. i i i think uh if we want to leave it back in the pub zelda might stay uh, which may also be, this That's, is a little metagaming, but it might be beneficial to your plans of like all your fucking tomfoolery that you're going to pull with this fucking ship deal. I did not expect to be carrying the nuke around, to be honest. <laughs> I thought that was secured inside the pub. Okay, well, I... Say, I, uh, I uh, you have a nuke and a guy worth 10,000 credits, uh, it's going to be hard Zel- for us to tell uh, Oliver that he should just leave it in a busted-ass pub. Well, I well, thought Oliver uh, was staying with the targets inside the busted desk pub. What? No, I'll just bring it with me. It's, no, it's just um, as safe wherever I go. The the other option is that like we could take um uh God, I keep drawing a blank on his name. Uh Franklin's keys and like lock it up in like the basement of the pub or something. If there's yeah. like, you know, a 
we we can even like put it in in a in a keg in a barrel or something and kind of hide it. The nuke. The nuke. I'm yeah. guessing. The nuke. And then we can carry fucking the Captain old, Dipshit. You know, nuke in a barrel trick. The old, yeah. the old nuke in a barrel. I like it. Okay, so nuke is in a barrel in the basement, locked away and pressed in the prologue pub. Can it be a bar. barrel of cola? Yes. Okay, that, that, that makes me happier. Okay, and you guys are taking Captain Solomon with you, correct? Sure. Yes, I okay. guess so. Okay, then uh, after a few minutes, a... Um, like let's say like 14 year old human boy who, uh, he's got kind of like an emo hair flip, um, opens up the gate and he's like, Oh, Hey there. I heard you wanted to talk to a human. <laughs> yes. He, uh, he flips his hair. It's covering we, his right eye. We are looking for transport. Do you have any good deals? Uh, yeah, we have like the best deals ever. This is old honest Jim's U spaceship emporium you can uh buy here and pay here we have financing programs um wh- what what are you in the market for um good spaceship that can go as fast as fast as reasonable with some decent weapons i suppose and shields did you have a uh, budget in mind oh 10k oh wow really hey. okay yeah no i can totally help you um do you trade? Do you take trades for bounties? For bounties? Oh. I'm like I'm like 14. I can't really. Well, see, that's why <laughs> I asked for a human, not a not a whatever you are. I'm a human. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, well, I just assumed right. I would know how to what was going on. Then all right, never mind. Do you I have a know. manager? This, huh? this My manager is actually the robot. So what? <laughs> I look back at the robot face. It's just well, hi there, folks. How can I help you? Oh, uh, hmm. No credits. Hi, bounty. No problem. What about? I look back at the computer. Totally ignoring this child guy, the fourteen-year-old, and I'm like, uh, so do you do you do trade bounties or how does that work? I cannot process that question, friend. I'm sorry. I look back at the kid. I'm like, okay. We um, really don't bounties. process bounties. I'm sorry. Uh, then why did your me... robot friend? Then why did your robot friend just say no credits? High bounty? No problem. Well, I think well, it means that's like if you have a bounty, we'll still sell you. Yeah, like that's our thing. Like we don't ask any questions and like oh. N's in capital letters. I think you might be confused. There's like a space station in this system, and I think they process bounties there. This is just a warehouse. Oh. I was told that there might be somebody near the process that would possibly be interested in uh, transporting this prisoner for us. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's lots of people who would do that, but I'm like 14. I'm not one of them. Do you have one on staff? I'm the only person here, and I really don't do much. Usually people want to talk to the robot. This is like the first time I've done this. Am I doing okay? Yeah, actually doing pretty good. Okay. Because this is obviously not a standard transaction. Oh. Okay, well, I guess we'll be back with the credits. I mean, you could always finance. I was about to say, what kind of finance options do you have? Well, I don't have a social <clears throat> security number. Nimitz <laughs> <laughs> N- 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 turns to the, the robot-like face and asks... Well, hi it, there, Fran! Well, hello there. We don't ask any questions. Nice. Well, thank you, but I'm asking you a question. What kind of financing programs do you have? 
So um, he rattles off like all sorts of like legalese. Um, the short of it being that there's like three different ways that you can drive this ship away today, but all of them are going to wind up costing you, you know, 20 to 25% more credits over the long term. But you could essentially defer payment on this one of you that had like an actual credit account, which I mean, you do, you guys do, I think for the most part. Um, uh, you could defer payment for a while on them, but there would be high interest. Well, friend, see, this here is our friend, Captain Solomon. He's in uh, the market for a ship. He's not feeling well right now, but he would love for your best payment plan option for a ship. So Captain Solomon, like where his like um, fingerprints would be, he has completely like sanded them off. He does not deal in credits whatsoever enders do not and you would already know this does the robot know that the robot doesn't but you will have to scan in if you're going to take out a loan oh uh i want to make a suggestion but i don't know if zaldwin would actually know that i feel like zaldwin would just like sign up for like the loan right away without yeah yeah i recommend not signing up for the loan Zeldwin is what? Is, Sign up uh, for the loan. We don't have to pay shit. What are you talking about? Let's just do it. They will hunt you worse than the Terrans. <laughs> God, Oliver does sound like a teenager. That's how I got lured into going to college. <laughs> <laughs> and you're still dealing. You won't ever have to pay it back. You know, you just you, you just fucking do it. Hmm. Well, would you take a? Uh... Maybe retinal or some sort of other signature. Uh, his fingers don't seem to have the his fingerprints anymore. Tools of the trade. Accidents happen, you know. Well, I'm sorry. I can only process uh, approved biometrics. That's got to be a fingerprint, friend. No, I don't have to. Hmm. Or Z- Zelda you would. Going so to you take... would. Uh, part of your just existing in the world, Oliver. You'd have something that you could use on biometric scanners, just so that you can have credits. Just plug into it. So make, Zeldin's make a fake, just make going a fake to. I don't know, I'll just plug in, like I do into the ships. Well, it looks like Oliver's reaching out to the. Well, before pad. we spend too much money, let's uh, just find a junker okay. and see if we can't just get parts. All right. Well, that that sounds decent. How to about me. I take ten percent off ticket price right here and now if we do this? Look at that. See, making deals. Let's do this. You know, but the thing is that a junker is free. Man, you guys are really pulled bending my arm. Is that what salespeople say? What is it? Real. <laughs> really bending me over that? Yeah, you're really bending me barrel. over the barrel there, friends. <laughs> you're really, you're, you're really my arm. busting my balls. That is what we brought it for. <sighs> Why did we bring the barrel with us? <laughs> we didn't bring the barrel. But... <laughs> oh. Zeldwin's just going to put uh, the captain's hand on the scanner. Well, I'm afraid I can't read that. It appears he's got a problem with his biometric signature. Wait, dead men don't need money. So wait, has has he just been rubbing them off constantly? Is that how he works? They're acided off. He has no fingertips. Most likely. The only question being whether it could be healed. I don't know. But the church owes us a favor. Do you Mm. think that Jaden, do you think that they could restore these fingies? You guys are really pushing the okay. Um, Disfigurement and D <laughs> Google how this works. Probably take a restore spell of some kind. 
Yeah, because like lesser restoration is very specific what it does. So it'd have to be like major restoration. What levels? Brother Maynard wouldn't have that spell. He's only level five. But good restoration. Greater big restoration. Some big boy shit right there. Yeah, that's a fifth level spell. Undo an exhaustion zone. Doesn't say anything about growing back limbs. Yeah, it doesn't. I don't know. Disfigurement D and five E. What? It's... Surely you guys aren't the first person to ask about that. I think it's called regenerate. The target's severed body members, if any, are restored after two minutes. There yeah. you go. It's a seventh level spell. Oh. What? Brother Wait. Maynard absolutely does not know that spell. He would, uh, Jaden and him would both know minor restoration, but that is not going to help here. <laughs> guys, let me take a crack of that junk pile before you give anything to this robot. Damn. You guys are really twisting my arm. How about we do 15% off right here, right now? 15% off sticker price or 15% off blue book? None of them are used. Well, some of them are slightly rejuvenated. Why don't you go look at that junk pile? And if you don't find anything that meets your needs, you come back and ask for old honest Jim. You hear me? All right, Jim. <laughs> it was good meeting you. It was such a good time meeting you. Thank you. Bye. Don't even say bye to the kid. I just leave. <clears throat> okay. So, um, you it, things are starting to calm down a little bit as far as like screaming and such. Um, where are you guys headed? Just straight for that junk pile. It sounds like. All right, over to the docks. Uh, we're gonna say we're probably on about hour four, so we're probably gonna be breaching about uh about noon is gonna be what time it is. So, uh, docks are empty, skiffs are parked. Uh, the skiff that you guys parked would also still be north of the city. Just FYI. I don't know. You guys probably didn't, yeah, you guys probably didn't want to go back to the docks, right? You probably would go back to your skiff that you left there. Yeah, I would assume, yeah. probably. So I'm going to take off an hour then. It's about 11 a.m. Uh, and you guys head back out to the junk pile. Um, what are you doing? What are you looking for? Okay. So now that I've got Oliver here with me, um, Zaldwin and... If it's watch the sky and the new, you can make sure nothing crazy happens while we're out here in the middle of nowhere. Uh, I know we've got limited time for your strength, but just start really hauling ass through that thing and just let's let's get a good look of what's in this pile. Just start ripping into it. All right, so we're looking for what in intact, fully mostly is fully intact, intact ships we can find. Intact hull, mm, intact hull, yes. For the so this is going to be a mix of. Terran command ship, church ships, and rook ships, which are going to be um, more... The rook ships are going to be more like bandit-style ships, probably like easier to repair, but less quality overall. Mm -hmm. um, and the more intact ships are going to be further north. So if you put an extra hour into getting to the further outskirts of the graveyard, you're going to find stuff that has been, you know, cut down Whoa. less. Sounds reasonable. I guess let's take a trip. Okay. Wow. Um, so let's do... Uh, let's start with a survival check to navigate the graveyard. And that's going to be Oliver, I assume, is driving. Yes. Cool. Wait, is it a survival check or is he using animal handling for the drive? I think the navigation part is survival. Okay. It, it doesn't matter. It's the same. I'm back either okay. way. Nope. You're able to uh, kind of get back to a good looking pile that you had found earlier. You guys had commented on the way out there. Uh, and then let's roll, uh, let's say, five investigation checks with advantage, because I assume you're being helped, Carl. 
All right. So my first one, I got a 21. I got a 17. I got a 25. I got a 23 and a 17. Man, that's what he's looking for. Yeah, that's a cumulative of 103, which I like. Um, Which style of ship are you favoring, Carl? Well, I'm pretty familiar with the Terran Command stuff as an ex-Terran Command weapons developer. Um, So probably one of those. Okay. But um, if Nivitz recommends the church ships, I can't speak for them. I am familiar with the church. The church, uh, different military style church uh, vehicles, you know, different types of craft. I can't say I have extensive knowledge of them all, but I do know about them. Let me give you one second here, guys. I would like to share, I'll cut this out, but over in Discord also, in general, I'm going to just share again the Shipbuilder Corporation's document. So uh, if you're not getting something that is specifically Terran or Church, so if you're going to be looking through the Rook ships or just in general, um, these are going to kind of be the parts that you'll, you'll be looking for as we move forward here. So, uh, Carl, you're able to find a uh, Terran Command uh, branded vessel that is mostly intact. It looks like it could comfortably um, house seven to eight people, uh, and it has some room for some auxiliary systems. Uh, It looks like the uh, hull is mostly intact. The what I got, a f- I rolled a five on my 1d5, so I'm gonna say the engine is pretty much shot. It looks like it's taken a just a massive blast during the battle that took it down before. So you're going to have to find a, another engine and install it, and you're gonna guess that's gonna take you anywhere from eight to 12 hours. All right, well, I have mending for the hull to fix the hull. Um, can't fix the engine probably with that. We will have to find a new engine. Sounds like a plan. Um, let's try and find an engine. I like this ship. Um, they're the usually not sells the what do you call it the war the Terran Command uh, excess merchandise, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. General so not military surplus is surplus a purveyor surplus. of uh, used. Church, Papal Knight, and uh, Terran Command vessels. Mm-hmm. I will bring up the fact that we do know where a, another Terran Command ship that has not been salvaged is. We just have to get rid of some obstacles surrounding it. You know, the cloak ship? Mm-hmm. So you think that the... Um, you said it had auxiliary systems. Do you think I could hook that cloaking device up to this? Roll investigation, since we're kind of rushing here pretty quickly. Sure. Uh, I got to... Is this with advantage or no? I have a nine. Um, I assume Nivitz is helping you. And we're... I got a nine. I do have the data logs from the ship. Yeah. So I would say that uh, the cloaking device is going to take a lot of the power. Um, So you could install it there, but you're going to have to give on something else. And you obviously are going to need you know, life support and things like that. But um, you're going to have to give on, you know, shields or on like quality of life stuff, um, you know, entertainment, cooking, uh, gardens, things like that. So you can install the cloaking field, but in this ship, the one that you found, you're not going to be able to do that and also kind of have all of the other. Um, it's not like a kind of thing we could turn off and on. It would be like a permanent installation. 
It's literally with the cloaking device. It's just the amount of space that it takes. Okay, sure. <clears throat> uh well i informed the group of that um do we want to live in a ratty ship with no nice beds and no kitchen but invisible and safe to all harm you've seen how rough it can be out there hello um uh, my my thing is well we haven't turned in the bounty yet i mean that does give us the chance to get a better ship once we leave here and we can use maybe use the cloak on that ship as well i will also say quickly since we haven't touched on this the cloaking device is illegal for non-military use the nuke is illegal with literally everybody obviously mm. um but the uh that cloaking device you would also need to put some effort into obfuscating that you had it on board right like you're gonna have to put sure. some drywall over it <laughs> right yeah, that sounds reasonable also would have to Detach yep. it, drag it, and pull it out of the old ship. Put it on the fucking skiff. Take it to the new ship. Put it in that new ship. Yeah, the new the new engine is going to um, take you pretty much the rest of the day. If you want to install the cloaking system too, you're going to be pushing it into the Papal Knights arriving. And you do not know when and if the Terran command is on their way either. So you could load it up or you can note where it is. Um, that's fine. But if you're going to install it before you take off, um, you are going to have to um, take time and you're going to run the risk of the authorities arriving. Right. Do we have a cargo hold we can just kind of store? It in? has it has a nice cargo hold. I will say that. Um, these Terran Command ships uh, being um, what they are, I will say that they are pretty well equipped to carry cargo. It's got like a nice loading bay door, kind of like you saw in the Lathander, so you can get big objects in there. You could probably even park a smaller vehicle in there like if you wanted to bring the skiff like with you for whatever around. reason um nice. so you can uh you can get a lot in the cargo bay that is pretty much you know stripped down there's areas where you can like work on things and such um then there's the um, engine rooms there's the auxiliary systems which have to be very close to the engines and then there's living quarters kitchen you know quality of life type stuff there's the life support systems and then there's the actual uh, cockpit. And this has two um, medium-sized weapon mounts on either side. And it's got a like a little swivel mount on the top. So you could install a light weapon on top that you can go 360 degrees with. And you can put two like medium-sized weapons on the side of this thing. But it doesn't currently have any weapons on board. Um, let's see how many weapons it has that are working. I'm just going to do a... 1d3 minus 1, because it's not going to be all of them. Uh, weapons, weapons aren't working. I rolled a 0. Yes, but yeah, don't have to have the, the cloaking device installed now. No, we don't. It'd be nice to have a weapon of some kind. Could always Ooh. threaten to drop the nuke on <clears throat> But that would that, probably get us uh, a little bit more trouble. <laughs> okay. Just... Well, I slap my hands together and I say, look, we could either go into debt and get a new ship, totally nice, brand new ship, but I I think that's a bad idea. Credit credit hunters are worse right. than bounty hunters. They're going to be on us if we don't we make just, payments. Why don't we just buy the ship, turn in the bounty, use the bounty to pay most of the ship off? I don't see the problem. We're going to do this one way or the other, right? Yeah, I guess I just liked the idea of having $10,000 and not a ship. And I have our cake and eat it too. We can try fixing up one ship and then 
deliver the bounty ourselves and get the full amount and not have to barter and have a finance plan. And then, if we want, sell this ship that we're ba- making and the bounty and then get a new ship later. Why don't we just buy an engine at Old John's? Jim? And Old Jim's. Sorry, I'm, I'm new here. Uh, <laughs> buy a new engine there, buy some weapons, and then, you know, fix it up here, get it running. I mean, we don't have to buy a whole ship, right? He makes no, a good you, point. You're right. We don't have to. It's just a time frame situation. Well, yeah. if we want to go with that option, I can take Zadwin with me, and we can... Well, Zadwin, can you pilot one of those skiffs? Uh Well, we could go try to procure an engine while you guys get the rest of the ship up and running. From the Might the have to pool our money sources a little bit. Just finance for it. It'll be fine. The robot said it'd be fine. I don't trust those gym financiers. I'm not scared of a debt collector, so... I don't even know the meaning of the word. (laughs) I don't think Fox... I mean, not Fox. I don't think Oliver necessarily does either. He really is just like, who's going to come get the money from me? I'll punch them in half. Debt is not a thing on the Oasis, so like he's just like... I'm going to side with Cal on this one. We don't want to be in debt. <laughs> uh, Jaden would just pipe up, well, do we want to at least like look around and see if we can find a good engine before we drive back? Well, that is an option, yeah. too. We're still you know what, Jaden? That's the best yep. idea I've heard. Okay. Let's just um, take a quick look. Do you guys I'll have any work. preference from the uh, ship builder manufacturers what type of engine you're looking for? Who builds engines? Wait, hold on. So are we allowed mm. to mix and match in that regard? Absolutely. What? Who? What does Maxwell Industries build? I want whatever they get. All of them build everything. So all of these spaceship manufacturers build all of the parts. The main parts of a ship are um, the. Totally on my my, own. Hold on. The main parts of a ship are the uh, propulsion, which is broken on your ship. The frame which uh, your guys is a Terran command. Currently, if you were to buy it retail, it would have been, it would be a general not military surplus frame, but your guys are, this is, you're salvaging this. The yep. computer, the weapons, the support systems, and the auxiliary systems. Support The difference there being support systems are shields, life support, navigations, communications, things like that. Uh, auxiliary systems are like habitat, quality of life, entertainment, uh, like labor, cargo, you know, do you have to cook or do you have a little robot that flips eggs for you every morning? Things like that. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so your ship has five intact components. The component that is not intact is propulsion. And you have your choice of the uh, different ship builder Wheaties, which are the Brandy Buck Family Customs, which is like the super artisanal. Uh, I'll just go through them. Brandy Buck Family Customs, they're saying is artisan products, family values. This is the uh, Brandy Buck family's uh, craft spaceship parts. There is Max- yachts. <laughs> <coughs> Shit. There's Maxwell Industries. Uh, their phrase is, we sell parts for spaceships. And they are a newer spaceship corporation uh, that is building some very, very good spaceship parts uh they're not like super sleek and beautiful and they're not like 
affordable and they're pretty hard to like service and fix because of the just the complexity of them. They're not like very user friendly, uh, but they're very high performing, very reliable. There's Moonstrider Incorporated. So their engines are actually arcane. So essentially the way that those work is instead of fuel, you someone has to sacrifice a spell slot every day to keep this engine running. This is an arcane engine. Uh, it's made out of like wood though. So it's a little easy to break. There's General Knot's Military Surplus, which is the person who sells the Papal Knight and the uh, Terran Command Surplus, as it were, uh, military technology. So their engines are going to be extremely powerful and not super like beautiful or fast or sleek. They're going to be just like horsepower. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's Olanis Gems, which is like Walmart. And there's Horizon Tech, which is like super high tech, nano technology, like crazy, you know, artificial intelligence. It's very easy for a pilot to, to do like difficult maneuvers with a Horizon Tech engine because they're so smart. Mm-hmm. How would you describe the Maxwell engines? Uh, they are reliable and they're very high performing. They are difficult to install. The technology is confusing and you know it's great. It's just not very user friendly. Like it's a fantastic engine. It's just like it doesn't yeah, come with Allen wrenches. wrenches and like an instruction booklet is how I would explain it. Okay. Feel free to edit this out because you're repeating yourself. But what are the the... You said there were five different components to a ship. You said mm-hmm. that there's the body or the frame, the computer, the weapons, the life support, and the engine. Is that right? It's propulsion, okay. frame, propulsion. computer, weapons, support systems, auxiliary systems. There's six components. I rolled one d five because I knew one of the I knew one of them wasn't working. So I wanted to see how many of them wasn't working. And you rolled a five. So five of the components were working and it was just the engine that was broken. Well, I guess I'll just find any fucking engine that'll, that you can use, right? Let's find an right. engine that works. Um, in that okay. I will look for any en- engine that I can find. The best I'll, one possible. I'll lower the DC if you're not being picky. Roll investigation with advantage. 22. Great. Uh, roll a 1d6. I got a two. Maxwell. Yeah. yeah, you find a Maxwell Industries engine in a rook ship. And Carl, I think you're a little bit intrigued by the challenge. You've never actually installed one of these or worked on one, but you know that they're they're good stuff. This is good technology. It's just going to take a little bit of work. Well, guys, this is one of the most impressive engines I've ever laid my eyes on. I'm not going to lie, but how they hooked it up into this rook ship is beyond me. Um, it looks like I'm spit and bubble gum. It's like... These rook ships are just like barely holding the guy. Like there's a there's like prayers that are keeping this thing together. I'm <laughs> extremely intrigued by this challenge, though. So if you guys are, I mean, we saved a bunch of time by finding this. So thank you, Jaden. So if you guys will humor me, I'll take a crack at installing it. I assist you as well as I can. Well, I'm gonna need your help because I haven't worked on a Maxwell system before. So I'm gonna need another mind. Yeah. Hey, so can I you clone yourself <clears throat> again? Maybe we could use two Nivitzes. Well, I might need a little bit of sleep before I could do something like that. Oh, forget about it. That's okay. Sleep. Uh, so yeah, between Zalduin's <laughs> uh, welding abilities and Carl's technological abilities and Nivet helping and Oliver, I mean, you guys need muscles with what you are oh, doing. Oh yeah, it's literally uh, moving this giant engine around. And Jaden's help and the skiff. Uh, you guys. So I said twelve, and it might add a couple. So. 
we're going to do between 8 and 16 hours to do this. So okay. uh, just give me, um, with all of the help that you're getting, I'll say just um, what is it going to be to build a fucking spaceship? I would say this is Arcana because this is whatever artificing, yep. whatever you want to roll for this, Carl, that makes sense as an artificer. I mean, this is what you're doing essentially. So it can be Tinker's Tools. It can be Arcana. Uh, well, I have um, Arcana as a skill, so I can use that. Okay. Let's do Arcana, which is going to double as technology in this campaign. I'm going to add a hero be... point to this for him Yeah, as well. I think I'm going to as well. I'm also going to. I just never uh, helped. Helped. I was <laughs> a hero last time. So. All right. Well, everyone roll their hero points. and Oh, well. That's 1d6. Right. It's a d6. Is that what it is? Okay. <laughs> yeah, baby. Helping you. So I rolled a 23 on my Arcana. And then for my hero dice, I was able to get a six. I was doing five. So quick math here. We're doing two plus 24 because it was with advantage. Oh, oh yeah. Thank you. 24 then. Plus, plus, I believe that's 15. So that's a 41. I, <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're going to uh, off on this Yeah, day. no, I, I'm going to say that you guys get this done in seven hours. So it's. Damn, guys. We're a hell of a team. You're ahead of schedule. Um, it is, it's about 8 p.m. And you guys know that you guys have another day. You know what I mean? If you wanted to get off, you know, get away with scot-free. If you didn't want to risk Terran Command coming. If you wanted to go mess with the cloaking field. If you wanted to go back to town and help. Uh, you guys have earned some extra time with those checks. I think, the Eradicant um, has left with all the Enders. Right? The Eradicant is gone. Yeah. Okay. They left before we left to the city. <laughs> yeah, that's but, true. I'm sorry. But I mean, you know that the city is still I mean, in trouble. There's injured people. It's right. damaged. There's problems. I don't have any spells. I've got about I 14 th- hours. I think oh, we load the skiff. I'm guessing since this is a, a, a not uh, ship, they might have a brig. Oh, that's sure. A question. I'll, I'll say that so like it- it's got a extra... So let's say it has uh, eight crew, uh, ten crew quarters, and the the last two you can like press a button, and these metal like bars it, it converts the crew quarters into like a little cell if you want ah, them to ah. throw them in the brig, Mister Zaldarin. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna put our our esteemed guest into the brig. Confine him to quarters. Absolutely. Since we're still in the junkyard, should we? I mean, you gotta start the you gotta start the ship up though if you're gonna be pressing buttons and stuff. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. So how do we crit on this? So you turn it on. Wait, Uh, wait. first, what should we call her? Oh, I hadn't even thought. I mean, just saying, all good ships need a name. Uh, well, what are we gonna? Who's gonna register it? So in this world, um, basically between the bargaining power of the port authority and all the different entities the independent em- entities so on and so forth the current climate is a little bit more towards like rich people freedoms is the easiest okay. way for me to say this so things like spaceship registry have been banned so uh you basically the way that this works is you have transponders in your ship so any any place you are going to dock has the right to review that data and see what you call yourself, right? And to see what your serial number is and so on and so forth. But you don't have to register a spaceship to any specific person and there's not like a global registry. Gotcha. 
Cool. So basically what you put into the ship once you boot it up is going to be how you your name tag, so to speak, for the world when they communicate with you. Zalduin is going to uh hmm. Zalduin is going to write Hawk on the wall. Oh my god. That's such a good fucking name for Agatha and with, Franklin. Yep, with an E and everything. <clears throat> Not a bad name. That's Fitting. touching. Hawk I, it I is can concur. Yes. We can call it a hut. Oh, by the way, inspiration a little okay. bit weighs back for you there, Zaldwin, but the uh, the prologue pub scene, absolutely oh, inspiration yeah. for that. Thank you. Too bad I was asleep for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Hawk is awesome. The SS Hawk or whatever you put, monikers you put on spaceships. Cool. Yeah. So you boot this thing up and the first thing, oh, well, General would Not we would be come on. Clear the cache of what the old data from the ship, or do we need to leave that intact? You know, I just kind of assumed that you were booting this up in like startup mode and going through like the prompts that like ask what oh, language you want okay. it to yeah. be in and things like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, you put in the name, um, password that you guys want for like your own personal crew quarters. You guys can set a password to enter and leave as you guys pick your rooms. Uh, the crew quarters in this ship, this since this is a general notch frame, are kind of like more military you know what i mean like it's like a bunk it's a storage container it's like a dresser it's a little bit more uh not as luxurious so to yeah, speak militant yeah um <clears throat> but you guys get your own quarters and you guys can set your own passwords for those quarters um if you would like zaldwin i don't know how familiar you would be with having your own room with your own password but you get that now or you can just bunk with someone else that's totally fine too um hey. <laughs> uh, so it boots up general not would come on screen and just be like hey what's up you made a good choice going with general knots because our spaceships don't suck balls <laughs> oh, that's scary. let's do this together what do we want to call this bird i punch in the hawk and spell it that way hockey no is that right well Yes, but that's not how you pronounce it. I try and I I like add like <clears throat> accent marks over the e until it comes out right. Hawk. There we go. That's a good name. The trade peoples are gonna hate this because that means they're gonna have to go through the keyboard and figure out how to add <laughs> that accent key every time. But you know, whatever it takes. So uh, nice. the AI AI on this system, it is always gonna be general. Not fuck you for making me do this voice until you switch ships. I actually have. A character for every single computer for every single spaceship manufacturer. That's something that I did because I now, have. Now, would there be an edge to uninstalling General Knotts and installing a different computer system, even you can though it's. Absolutely do that. Um, the differences are going to be uh, the type of information that they have. So, um, General Knotts is going to be well versed in like military tradition and, you know, what, you know, how to. If you wanted to disarm a nuke, this would be the right AI to have, right? I don't mind the general. <clears throat> if you are, uh, you know, trying to figure out uh, different information, it would make sense to go with different AIs. Um, <clears throat> and we can basically the way it's played is the way that they're they're branded, as you can see. Like old honest mm. Jim is going to give you a lot of like really bad advice, but it's going to be <laughs> cheap, and the voice is hilarious. General Knotts is going to be more military. Uh, Moonstrider Inc. is going to be, you know, your source for arcane knowledge and things like that uh brandy buck family customs is going to you know help you you know 
find cool places when you're in town, you know, get Spirit into the, Yeah, things like that. An onboard rusty, basically. <laughs> and that goes too for like the type of food that you're going to be getting. You know what I mean? Like this is going to be pretty much like MREs as opposed to if you got like a um, home cooked you know, meal from the brandy books. <laughs> exactly. You know, this one, this one has like, you know, 50% of the kitchen is the coffee maker. Okay. So you guys have an operational yes. spaceship and you guys have some extra time. So what are we doing? Well, I suggest we go get that cloaking device, but I understand if we want to be more magnanimous. I think the cloaking device may come in handy later down the line. So I'm, I'm all for that. Mm. Jaden would kind of pipe up here and say, like, maybe uh, I've never really been like part of like an adventuring crew before. Uh, that's what we are, right? We're an adventuring crew. I kind of for already sure. set up quarters for myself. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Um, maybe before Oliver, you know, like passes out, we should talk about what we're going to do. Because I know we're going to get off the planet, but like, do you guys want to go try and get my dad's journals back? Or do we want to go to Terra to the next waypoint? Oh, no. Yeah. I just remembered that. We definitely want to go get those journals, right? We need the journals first and foremost, and then we can decide whatever waypoints we want to go to after that. But we're going to yeah, need those journals yeah. first. Well, it's going to be a little tricky because my mom has them. Can't we just pay her a visit? Yeah, sort of. She is on the sojourn. Um, so you guys would know that the sojourn is a arc um, in this world where the universe is essentially coming to a end over the next couple millennia. Um, the nobles and the richest of the rich have, you know, purchased a way out. Right. So when millions of people died on Terra because they were unable to get off the planet, you know, froze to death or starved to death. A lot of people chose to join these arcs. There is, you know, one where you can digitally upload your consciousness to this fucking party boat and you can just live on a computer for the rest of your forever, right? There is uh, the Sojourn is, however, a crayonic ship, which is one of the cheaper ones, which would kind of place you. Jaden's kind of like low tier rich, his family at least. Um so she has been cryonically frozen and they're massive, like planet-sized ship called the Sojourn, which just has hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people who have been cryonically frozen. And they're run by an artificial intelligence, which is going to essentially wait out this tragedy and then unfreeze everybody. Hey. Uh, Jane just says, yeah, so all of her belongings... I mean, that's why I live with my uncle, because... When my dad disappeared, like, you know, yeah. but it would have been like 10 years ago. She just kind of checked out and I don't know. She decided to go there. So I had to go live with my uncle, but I was only able to sneak one journal out when I was little and I didn't really know what was in them yet. So I didn't know how important they were, but she has them all. We're going to have to like go get them. Hmm. Can't you just like requisition or stuff get mailed to you? I mean, this is rich people's stuff. It's locked down pretty well. I can try. If we hey. want to just stop by, we'll see if they let me. Yeah, I'm pretty good with paperwork. Yeah, so, so I guess after we get out of here and turn over Captain Solomon, we won't go stop by the sojourn. So step one, turn in Captain Solomon. Get the money. Step two, swing by the sojourn. Get the journals. Step three, read journals. 
assess the situation after that. Okay. Maybe fit in a point where we reevaluate our ship once we get some money. I think the hawk's gonna do just fine. He's like, <laughs> one of the countertops like falls off. Worry about yeah, that. Yeah, be careful. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, back up, mend it. So, but, are you guys? Uh, what's the final answer on what we're doing here? We're good. Well, my vote is cloaking <laughs> device. No, okay. my vote is oh, against yeah. the cloaking device. We we're the only ones who know where the cloaking device is, right? Yeah, it's, by my best so, estimation. Also, so I know everybody else is dead or disappeared. I mean, hypothetically, sorry. we I don't know. Hypothetically, we could always come back for it. Totally. Yes, this is true. Yeah, hypothetically, we could take the cloaking device, and then there's a secret knowledge with powers in it. That is just open for any scrapper with enough moxie to go down there and get it. Mm-hmm. And that is a, a good point. I mean, the closing device trails. is all that's guarding the ruin right now. Hmm. Yes, this is a fair point. Mm-hmm. You're on another oh, side. Uh, we still haven't found any weapons yet for our ship either. You got time if you want to do another investigation. Well, I do have extra time, yeah. Yep. Do you want to dig around for some weapons? Well... Better to be armed. If we're not going to have a cloaking device, we're going to need weapons. That was part of my strategy. I'm worried the eradicant is going to be out there somewhere. I'll tear that eradicant from the inside out. We'd need a teleporter device. Yeah. Teleport by ramming into the side of it and killing everybody inside. Hmm. There are breaching ships like that. Oh, it's also getting dark. And you are in the... Oh, shit. Asshole of the ship graveyard. Well, let's just we should probably. I, I just no. I mean, you can make the check. I'm just saying. Wait. I will. I will roll an encounter check, and there will be monsters if we fail that. So, can we, um, can we worry about armaments with our ten thousand creds once we have them? Yeah, but we got to get there first. Yeah. yeah. Um. Is there a, a a navigation thing on board? Hell yes, there is, like brother. A- Where you want to go? Well, to the nearest. Uh, yeah, you, you you said Terra uh, TC eleven was where Felicia was. Yeah, so uh, Felicia Dane would be on TCV eleven, which is closer. It is a space station in the Victor system where you are at. Uh, and then there is the U O H J U S E Old Honest Gems U Spaceship Emporium. They have a uh, station called the Clearing House. Which is a little bit further away, but it is ran Let's by. Go. Let's them. go there. Okay, they don't. That, that, I think questions. That's where we got confused because we we thought that we could turn him into this warehouse, but it's a different. Warehouse. That is where I got it's confused. A for space sure. station. I apologize. That's okay. Yeah. I, I totally into, understand. Let's go turn yeah. him into honest chimp. They don't ask any questions. We don't ask any questions. Yeah. How much yeah. of a distance is it? Um, it's not super far to either, so it's gonna be about. Oh, fuel is another thing you guys are gonna have to figure out before you leave. Since we'll just you... go, we'll go, we'll go finance some at the warehouse. The uh, TCV eleven is. It's gonna take about four hours. Oh, that's another thing. So it takes. I'm gonna cut this out, but I need to double check this because I actually like uh, would rather go to gym. This is the uh, setting, history, world, state, that type of thing. Um. It takes it takes one d ten hours to uh, break a planet's atmosphere. So it could take an hour. It could take ten hours. It just kind of depends on how everything is going. 
So uh, that is something to keep in mind that might change some of your calculations just because of the arrival of the Papal Knights. It's going to take a little while to get out of the orbit of this planet. Um, you, It will be about a day travel to TCV-11, the Terran station. It'll be about a day and a half to uh, the Clearing House. And is either one of them on the way to the Sojourn? The Sojourn is in you guys are really making me have all my documents open tonight this is good stuff Sorry. no this is good stuff man we're really diving into the world finally getting off the planet you're off the rails i'm ready to get off world out into space where we belong let's get off this fucking rock <laughs> uh, so the uh the sojourn is in the emerald station emerald system which is in a different galaxy Okay, so, that so would... you will have to uh, essentially take the. It's in the uh, Cyrus Galaxy, and you are currently in the Pearl Galaxy. So you will need to travel. I will get a map for you guys to review. You'll need to travel to the Soul System, which houses Terra, uh, Terran Command, the actual Terran Command proper, the space station where Terrans live now that Terra's been destroyed. So Terra, Terran Command, Stixgate, and the Stixgate is the uh, FTL gate that goes from Pearl to Cyrus galaxies. Once in the Cyrus galaxy, you will have to travel from the Jade system to the Emerald system. So getting to the Sojourn is going to be about two weeks of travel, no matter which way you flip it. But getting to the space station is going to be a day or two. All right. All right. Well, I suggest we go to old honest gyms and we don't ask questions. Like uh, before that, uh, what kind of okay. weapons do the different companies sell? I know we we established their engine types and stuff, but what kind of armaments are they all basically the same? Or do any of them have any energy particle weapons? Um, I don't have that fully fleshed out, so I will say um, I know that small weapons generally are going to give you 360 degrees, and I want to have a mixture of. You know, energy and uh, ballistics and missiles and things like that. Um, I will. I have it pretty well started. So <clears throat> by the time it's an issue, you will have a document to review with how you can arm this thing up. Well, okay. my question about that is because you would think I was thinking that Terran Command probably had the better weapon systems for us to buy than Old Jim's, which is kind of the Walmart brand, right? Which might. That's yeah. why I was thinking about salvaging some weapons before we left. Yeah. Yeah, I would kind of, or... um, I think in my mind, I would flip it more like Terran Command is going to be more like missiles and ballistic weapons, you know, dirtier. Moonstrider more... probably got the command man beam. Yeah, right. They're going to be more arcane. You know, Maxwell's going to be more like energy type weapons, uh, things like that. So, yeah, that's what I was wondering. And then we have to think <laughs> about what we want on our ship. Mm hmm. So I'll have that the, all fleshed out in um, in time for you to make those decisions. Okay. The, the only thing that I I want to make sure that we all we ultimately get is giant arms on the ship, like the oh, like the ship. Star. Oh my lord! <laughs> that 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 heavy arms can just like plug into and start punching. <laughs> John Oh, that does remind me. Um, I think we're kind of wrapping up here. It does remind me one of the special features of General Knot's uh, frames is they are the only ship that has a tractor beam. Hell yes. So it is the only ship that you can essentially grab and dock 
So the way that the loading bay is set up and the way that this tractor beam works are, you know, ships of equivalent or smaller size. Um, assuming that you can pass the checks, you will be able to board them. It is a boarding vessel per se. Oh man, we got the perfect ship then. We need a not ship and we need to customize it with all a bunch of Maxwell and Horizon Tech <laughs> Yeah, they're, so uh, they're, they have their weaknesses. Like, not ships are slow. They're a little bit harder to like live in per se. We're but, hard people. We can. We're, we're hard. So, yeah, brother. Even Javen, I think we've all lived in some various, you know, types of living conditions. You, Carl's been on the run. I worked in the military. Oliver, well, you had a shit well, life. <laughs> lived in a dumpster. Dumpster. So, so currently, um. I have also put our ship stats in the recap journal, so we'll be able to like touch back on those. So I have like frame knots, computer knots, blah blah blah, that stuff. Like propulsion, Maxwell Industries, um, special tractor beam. I have our AI. I have our our crew quarters assigned. Um, I have a, a slot for a loading bay inventory, so we'll be able to touch on that. And I will say, um, you did go. put the skiff on. The, you are straight up stealing that skiff, right? I got that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. put the skiff in the loading bay inventory already. That's I definitely think it'd be handy to have. Straight up stealing the skiff. Poor dock workers. Um, they probably died anyways, so who cares? They're not good. Yeah. They, uh, I will say the, um, uh, the skiff is going to take up just floor space, about 50% of the uh, loading okay. bay. As far as like being able to get it in and out quickly, you can also you could stack stuff on it. You know what I mean? If you wanted to cram more stuff in there, yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, that uh, these interlude sessions are hard because I don't like to like push you any specific ways, and I wasn't sure where we were going. If we we're gonna investigate the port authority, or if we we're gonna worry about the Enders, or if we were going to the Sojourn, or if we we're going to Terra. But now that I have a path, I can go ahead and safely end the episode here. And we will pick up um, departing Prosperity Bay in a couple weeks. Uh, thank you guys, everyone, for playing. Um, this has been absolutely wonderful. Please check us out on the homebrewpodcast.com. It has all of our links. Leave us a review on iTunes or just share us with your friends. We really appreciate that kind of stuff, and it really helps us grow and get good feedback. Uh, but for now, we will see you next time for episode six.